Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. There's a peace I've come to know. Though my heart and flesh may fail, there's an anchor for my soul. I can say it is well. Jesus has overcome, and the grave is
Thank you, mighty Lord, mighty God, mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua, mighty, mighty Jehoshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Shalom, shalom, my brother, my sister. Welcome to the Lord Yahweh. This is your brother in Christ, Brother L.V. Sapara. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. I was bawling my eyes out, crying, terrified to death, sweating bullets, shaking, almost convulsing. I was so terrified of what I had just seen. As I looked, this man was dressed like a pharaoh. He had all the Egyptian-looking garb on. There's a man comes walking out behind him dressed in a white robe. I noticed it's the Pope. And the Pope came out carrying a gold crown with jewels on it and many diadems on it. The Pope walks up behind him and places that gold crown on his head. And as I looked, the man sitting on the, thro- on the throne was Barack Obama. He was older. He had white hair. As soon as that crown hit that man, hit, hit Obama's head, something snapped. And all of a sudden, I started hearing people screaming bloody murder. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I remember them saying, oh, my God, the Bible is real. Oh, my God. It's all real. This is really happening. Oh, my God. And I remember somebody grabbed me on my shoulder, and it was an angel. This is what he told me. He said, look. Everything that you're seeing is real. This will happen. This is the fulfillment of Revelation 13, 13. And when he said that, next thing I know, and I felt my bed shake, and I came back, and I was in my body. Thank you, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome back to Cloud9 Blessings, the channel that brings dreams, visions, and near-death experiences visually to you. I hope that you are all having a very blessed week. Before we get started in today's video, please remember to hit the like button, subscribe, as well as hit the notification bell so that you are constantly notified when new content is added to this channel weekly. In today's submission, we are going to be looking at some experiences that were emailed in by our dear Sister in Christ, Maria. So let's now take a look and see what our Sister in Christ saw in her dreams. Hello everyone, I have a couple of quick dreams to share with you. Uh, I don't normally share my dreams, they usually only have relevance to me, Um, but I've had a couple recently that may be worth sharing with other people. Uh, I'll just get into it, I don't make videos so I won't make this too long because I'm not sure what I'm doing. Um, So in the first dream, I am outside what appears to be a private member's club. Very elegant, very fanciful type of place. Um, Outside this uh, private member's club, I'm given a pass, you know, the kind of lime yard pass that you'd wear around your neck. Uh, I'm given that, and that gives me permission and like authority to go into this place. It's a private members club and I am not a member. I'm just being given this pass and that's how uh, I'm gaining access to this place. I'm there with a friend. I can't see this friend's face. (laughs) Um, The dream is very symbolic um, and nothing really directly pertains to my life. I don't know this place, I don't know the people, nothing like that. So in the dream, I go in with this friend who also has a pass. Uh, We enter into the club. 
pretty dark in most places. They're people, they're enjoying themselves, they're drinking, they're, they're dancing. Um, however, as we walk through, everyone is staring at me. And I can tell that they know I don't belong. I don't belong in this place. Um, and for some reason, they can tell. But they see my line yard, and they're like, oh, okay. Like, she has a pass, so, so she can be here. Uh, but they know I'm not one of them. That's something that's very clear to them. Um, I'm dressed in a white dress. So there are other people with all different kinds of, you know, elegant, fancy dresses there. Um, however, mine is white. So it kind of has, like, a bridal element to it. Um, the kind of dress that a beach bride would wear. So it's not oh, overly wow. weddingly looking, but um, if it was in any other color, it'd just be a fancy dress. But because it's white, I guess people can get, get married in it. So it looks a bit like a, a just an elegant dress, but in white. Um, so I'm not perfectly overdressed. I guess I'm the only person in white, but based on how other people are dressed very elegantly, I wouldn't have stood out because of that. But they seem to know um, that I'm just not one of them. Um, but that's fine. I go through because I'm, I'm feeling like, oh, I've got my pass, so it's okay. I can be here. Um, so I go through. I look at the rooms. I see what people are doing. Um, I go through the entire club. I don't stay very long. I go to another room where there's dancing going on. There's merriment happening. Uh, and in every place I go, I'm being stared at, uh, me and my friends because they can tell we don't belong here. Um, and you could tell if we didn't have the passes, they would have come up to us and ushered us out or asked why we were there. But as soon as anyone would see the pass, it was like, oh, okay. But the whole time they just kept looking like, what is it they are doing here? Um, which was fascinating, but I knew I had authority to be there just because. And so we... Um, we go through the place, you know, there's dancing happening. We, we're not that involved. No one really speaks to us. They just look at us. But I'm there with this friend. I feel perfectly comfortable because my friend is there. And I, um, I'm i talking to my friend the whole time. Any dancing happening, I'm just with my friend. And I'm having a good time. And we, we see this place. And then we leave. And then the dream cuts to me being at an apartment, which in this dream, it's my apartment. Um and while I'm there, I uh, get informed that someone very important is coming to see me. And so I uh, invite the person in and they've come with like, uh, you know how, how governors or people, you know, who are from the government, really important people have like a, a group of cars that drive with them and they're in one, um, like black cars. So they have that. And they have like security and all these things. Um, you can tell this person is of immense importance. And so I'm in my apartment like, oh, okay, <laughs> what's this about? And the person comes through and it's a gentleman, a very unassuming gentleman. If you saw him, you wouldn't assume that all that fanfare was for him. Like he was just a very polite, dressed down person. There was nothing about him at all that said, um, 
you know, I am I'm of great means or great importance of any kind. Um, but as soon as he arrived, I knew that this person almost owned everything. It was like he was the most important person. He had the majesty of a king. Though looking at him, you couldn't tell. It was just something I knew that this person has immense wealth and immense... The feeling was that he just owned everything. So I, uh, the gentleman sits down in my apartment and he tells me... um, He saw me in the private members club and that he had been watching me um, and that he was looking for a bride. Um, And he basically, from seeing me in the the, um, private members club, uh, he had come to speak to me um, to ask if I would be interested in being his bride which was rather interesting because it's just like I'm looking for a bride. Um, and so I was honored in the dream. I was very honored. I was like, oh, wow, like this person would, of all the people <laughs> in all the earth, everywhere, um, that somehow they would see me and think, oh, this person could be my bride. It was, it was a, a very important undertaking. Um, And he proceeded to say, um, he just wanted to let me know that, you know, being his bride was, uh, that it was very um, serious and that it wasn't going to be about shopping and fanciful trips and jewelry and, you know, just whatever things that I guess someone would think a millionaire would buy them or a billionaire would buy them or something. And I remember being <laughs> I remember being rather rather offended um at this point because I was like, why would you assume any of that is of any importance to me? Um the perception that I would understand was that he was looking to create a legacy, an important legacy, you know, like having children kind of came to mind, but it had nothing to do with, you know, being pregnant and having children. It was more that the word legacy um, was was what was important. Um, And I understood this. And so I was rather insulted that he thought by that if if he was going to marry me, that for a second, I would think it was about shopping. I was like, I I understand that it's about um, legacy. And so, yeah, that was uh, the dream. He kind of just left it with me, you know, basically saying, right, I'm looking for a bride and, you know, it's not going to be about any of these fanciful things. And if you can, if you are interested in that undertaking, then, you know, it's up to you. And then I woke up um, and that was the end of that dream. Um, But I got this passage open because while I was in that, private members club um this was the feeling that i had um as soon as i woke up from the dream there were a number of things that came to mind scripture wise and this was one of them um and this is john 17 um it's the the the, um, bit about jesus prayer and uh, 
it says, uh, I have given, say, yeah, I have given them your word. The world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Um, and then it goes on afterwards to say, uh, they do not belong to this world any more than I do. And that was the sense while I was True. inside the club, was that everyone else there was a member. They belonged to this club. Um, however, I did not. I did not belong to the club. I was just given momentarily a pass to let me through and to let me experience it. But I didn't belong there. That was something I understood um, as soon as I woke up. And then the other aspect about being a bride, uh, if you go to Second Corinthians 11, um, there's this bit here that says, um, For I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. Um, I promise you as a pure bride to the one, oh, sorry, <laughs> I promise you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. And that also came to my mind when I woke up because this person um, was asking for a bride. I was asking if I could be his bride. So he wasn't saying he definitely wanted me to be his bride. He was asking if I could. So there was a, a more serious undertaking um, that if I were to accept, then, you know, I could be his bride. So it wasn't guaranteed that I was going to be his bride, but I could be. Um, and so that was the next thing that came to my mind. And that was the end of the first dream. On to the second dream. So the second dream, I uh, this was just last week, um, so August 2023. The first one was about two months ago, so maybe around June. Yeah, June 2023. Um, and this next dream, in this dream, um, we were at my a house. It was like a mansion. And in the dream, I was aware that it belonged to my stepfather. And so, and we were allowed to have a ceremony there, a wedding. Uh, in the dream, people were coming. The place was set up. It was already set up for everyone who was coming to this wedding to, you know, take their seats. Everything was in place. And I was the bride. So in this dream, I was a bride. But in the dream, I had to wait outside the house, outside the mansion, in a place that looked a bit like a gazebo, but it was a like a double-decker <laughs> gazebo. I've not seen one in real life, but in this dream, it looked a bit like a gazebo, so there were kind of no walls, and it was two floors. So on the top floor, for some reason, in this wedding, people would come in, they would drop their kids on the top floor of this gazebo, and they would proceed to take their seats in the hall um, through the house um, in the actual wedding ceremony. So it was like children, they were all upstairs of this gazebo. That was where they were going to be, all there playing and enjoying themselves, while the adults would go through uh, into the mansion to actually sit down for the wedding ceremony. So I was sat there and I watched everyone come in in their full regalia, um, and it was beautiful. Everyone looked so beautiful. Everyone looked so good. But I was to wait outside until all the other 
um, until all the guests had arrived. And so I could tell it was almost time. I was sat there, but I didn't have my headrest on. Um, for some reason, I, I'm of West African descent, and I, I had to have a like you know something covering my hair. Um, I didn't have that on because it was quite fanciful and quite big, and I was like, I'll just wait till the last moment before I do that. And so I just sat there watching everyone go in, and then um, it got to a point where it was the ceremony was almost about to start, but not quite. And there were some people rushing in, and they came rushing in, and they were like, oh, gosh, we're late, we're late. Oh, we think we're late. Um, we're not sure where to go. Could you show us through? And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, they were roaming around, and I showed them, like, where to drop the kids. And I took them through myself into the hall, um, not into the main ceremony hall, but just through the house and showed them the door to the hall. And I... Um, and they were saying, oh, thank you, thank you so much. We're so late. We hope we haven't missed anything. And in the dream, I remember letting them know. I was like, they didn't seem to know I was the bride for some reason. So I'm not exactly sure how I was dressed. I just knew I didn't have my headscarf on, but I hadn't looked at my, my attire. But for some reason, they couldn't tell that I was the bride. And they uh, basically said to me, oh, I said to them, um, don't worry, I'm the one person this uh, this ceremony cannot start without obviously knowing that <laughs> the wedding's not going to start until the bride is there, but they didn't know I was the bride. So I just said, hey, don't worry, you know, I'm the one person this wedding cannot start without. So you're in good hands. I'll show you where you need to go um, and you'll be fine. So I, I showed them where they needed to go through to the hall. And then I could hear while just being outside the door of the hall uh, that the master of ceremonies had started speaking and which meant that I was going to be ushered in very soon. So, you know, the music, everything had kicked off. People weren't just quietly taking their seats. Everything had kicked off. The master ceremonies was now speaking, and it would be my uh, moment to go through the doors um, up to the altar any second now. And so I dashed back down to the gazebo because that's where I left my headrest. And I grab my headrest, and I run back up the stairs, and I'm standing outside the door, and I'm putting on my headrest. I'm just quickly, quickly putting on my headrest because it's time. I can still hear him talking. He's making jokes. He's saying all these things, but it is time. So I put on my headrest, and I'm looking at the mirror, and it keeps falling off. It's not quite ready yet. So I put it on, and it would drop off to the side because I couldn't quite tie it or, or get it on properly. Um, and I did that like three times, but it was so funny because every Ooh, time I looked in the mirror, even though I hadn't done the headrest wrong, I looked so beautiful. Like it just sparkled, the headrest. Like it, it was so beautiful. I don't think it, it would have mattered any way I put it on. I, it didn't have to be fancy at all. Um, I would have just been the most stunning bride that ever existed as long as I, you know, had it on. It was so beautiful and sparkly. Um, and so I put it on three times and it wouldn't quite go. And then the last time I just put, I, I decide I'm just going to do it very simply. It doesn't really matter. I'm just, it's so beautiful anyway. I'll just put it on simply. And I tie the, the headdress on rather simply and I stand there and take a breath and I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. And at that point, I just get the feeling like the bride is ready now. Like the doors are about to open. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is good. God is good. It's always, always good. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Praise your name, Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hours, my brothers and sisters. <clears throat> God bless you. God bless you. May God bless you. Hallelujah. 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 May God bless you. Um, to all of those that are listening on the headphones, uh, on your cell phones, excuse me, um, archives, um, and the air everywhere, however you're listening, may God bless you and welcome to the Lord's hour. Welcome to the Lord's hour. This is the Lord's hour. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And sounds good. Thank you, sister and brother Elby and everyone who is listening. May God bless you. May God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Jesus is coming back. Praise God. We're going to start with a prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Father, I pray that you will touch your people tonight. This is all about you, Jesus. I repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sin that I, have, that I have committed against you since the day that I was born until now, in the last second of the rapture, my Lord. Please forgive me, Lord Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord Jesus, and cleanse me, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Everyone who's listening, hallelujah. You repent and ask the Lord, hallelujah to forgive you, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus Christ forgave us our sins because he died, hallelujah, at the cross. I always come here for you and me. I always come here, hallelujah, with um, uh, always with repentance. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. Come down with fire and power all over this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in the name, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ, I bind every evil spirit from north, south, east, west, up and down. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I bind them and break their powers by the blood of Jesus and send them all to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Jesus is coming. Just be patient. Be patient. Be patient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. You're welcome here, Jesus. You're welcome here, Holy Spirit of God. Oh, thank you so much, Father God, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for the Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Touch our hearts tonight, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Consume con tu fuego, Espíritu Santo. Consume with your fire, Holy Spirit of God. And exterminate every demon. Extermina a todo demonio. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, en el nombre del Señor Jesucristo. Bendito y alabado sea tu nombre, Señor. Oh, glory be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Para ti sea la honra, la gloria y la victoria siempre. To you be the glory and the honor to you, Jesus Christ, forever and ever. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Espíritu Santo cae con fuego y poder. Holy Spirit come down with fire and power all over this place. Quema y extermina todo demonio. Hallelujah. Oh, Espíritu Santo, Holy Spirit of God, exterminate every demon. Consume it with your fire. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, I know that some of you, me, myself, you know, we have been attacked by the enemy. We have gone through trials and tribulations, but praise be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because through tests and tribulation, God gives us, hallelujah, endurance. God gives us patience, hallelujah, and also humble ourselves. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you're feeling you have been attacked, you're not alone. Hallelujah. But, but Jesus is on our side, and Jesus, hallelujah, fights for us. Hallelujah. Jesus is with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. Always remember that. Hallelujah. If you're in a battle, don't give up. Don't give up. Instead, you let the Lord know, Lord, strengthen me. Strengthen me, Lord Jesus. Give me peace. Give me peace in this trial. Give me peace in this test. Hallelujah. And that's happening because, hallelujah, the rapture, hallelujah, is about to happen, my brothers and sisters. We, we have, we've seen the signs, hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, a lot of things that have happened through the years, all these things that we're seeing and we're continuing seeing, hallelujah, is because Jesus, hallelujah, is getting closer every day. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He's coming for his church. And he's going to rapture us, hallelujah, and take us, hallelujah, to the kingdom of heaven, hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise be the name of the Lord. The word of God tells us, for those who don't understand what I'm saying, for friends that are listening, First Thessalonians 4, 4, verse 17, then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so will always be with the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. And that is, hallelujah, Jesus is coming for his bride, coming for his church. All of those people, hallelujah, that is that stayed in holiness, be holy, because I'm holy, says the word of God and his word. For those, hallelujah, that stay in righteousness, for those that obey the Lord, for those that stood away from the world, those that uh, uh, decided not to go back to the world, for those that didn't want to com- commit a sin, hallelujah, um, hallelujah, praise God, for those that turned their back away from sin, and those, hallelujah, that decided to go with Jesus, to accept Jesus, hallelujah, into their hearts, because Jesus Christ is our Savior. He gave his life.
for you and me. Revelation 3.10, because you have kept my word about patient endurance and trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. And that is the tribulation, my brothers and sisters. He will keep you. He will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. Hallelujah. We got to keep the word of God. We have to obey, hallelujah, what the Lord tells us in his word. First Thessalonians 4.16, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Those that are dead, that they, that they are Jesus Christ children, that they gave their life to Jesus, hallelujah, before they die. They are going, hallelujah, to rise first when that trumpet sounds. And then we, that we are alive, we're going to, hallelujah, we're going to all together meet the Lord in the sky. Praise the name of the Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus left the temple and was going away. Matthew 24, 151. When his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple, but he answered them, you see all this? Do you not, do you not truly, I say to you, hallelujah, there, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he said in the Mount of Olives, hallelujah, the disciples came to him uh, privately. Saint tells us when will these things be and what will be the sign of the coming of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, see that no one leads you straight. For many will come in my name saying, I am Christ, and they will lead many astray. We have seen that happening. There has been men that have pretended or they have said that they were uh, Jesus. And if that did happen in some countries, we have seen that in in, uh, in uh, YouTube videos. And the Lord already warned us about that. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, Yeshua Mashiach, he will come. He will come. He only came here, hallelujah, 2,000 years, hallelujah, ago and gave his life. For you and me, so we could be safe and we can be in the kingdom of God. We can be with him in heaven. But that, hallelujah, that's it. And then now he's coming back. The, the other, hallelujah, time is that when he's going to come back again. And that is when where the word of God tells us in First Thessalonians 4, 17, then we who are alive or left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we're going to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. I'm explaining this to friends. There are friends that are listening. Hallelujah. So this is what the rapture means, and Jesus is coming back. I recommend you to read biblical verses about the rapture. I recommend you to read the book of uh, Revelation also because (laughs) that is at the door. Just like Jesus, hallelujah, is at the door that he's coming for his people. We have seen, hallelujah, how close, how close we have seen, you know, the things that are happening in the world, that Jesus is coming back. Hallelujah. 
The word of God tells us in Revelation 1-7, Behold, he's coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him. This will be the uh, uh, the other coming, the second coming of the Lord, when he's going to come with glory. Hallelujah. Even those who, who, who pursue him in all tribes of the earth will will well an account of him. Even so, amen. And that is, hallelujah, the second coming of the Lord, when he's going to come on the clouds, but then that that time when he comes again, he's going to come with power. And this time, the rapture, the difference with that is that the rapture means that we are going to be caught up together with him in the clouds. Hallelujah. With our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So 1 Corinthians 15, 52, in a moment in a twinkling of an, of an eye. This is how fast it's going to be. This is how the rapture is going to be. At the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will, ra- will raise imperishable, will rise imperishable, and we shall be changed. We're going to be changed in a twinkling of an eye. That is the power, hallelujah, of God. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit. Praise the living God. And that's, hallelujah, that's why we need to run to the Lord. We have to run to the Lord. We need to have a yeah, hallelujah close relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. We need, hallelujah, to humble ourselves. We have to repent from every type and kind of a sin that we have committed. We have to repent to Jesus Christ. Why do we repent to Jesus Christ? Because he gave your life for you and me. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5, verse 2. For you yourself are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. So because we don't know, hallelujah, the day... In the hour when the Lord will come, he's going to come like a thief at night. That's why we always got to be ready. We always got to be prepared. Amen. We're always going to be ready there for the Lord because you don't know when, hallelujah, it will happen. We just know the season. We know that it's closed. We know uh, uh, that there, there has been signs and things that have happened like earthquakes. The Lord let us know that there was going to be earthquakes, there were going to be rumors of wars. We have seen all of that, all those things. We still, you know, have Russia uh, with war and then threatens of nuclear, nuclear weapons like never before. That have never happened until this time. And many other things, hurricanes. Tornadoes, famines, COVID-19, and on and on and on, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many, so many things, so many signs. Amen? That has happened through all this time, all these years. And my brothers and sisters, that's it. The Lord, hallelujah, the Lord can come. He can come any day now. So that we got to be prepared like if he would be coming tonight. We got to be prepared at all times. We got to be ready at all times. When you wake up, pray, repent. When you go to work, pray, repent. While you're working, pray, repent. When you come back, do the same thing. We have to, we got to keep our lambs with oil and ready. Hallelujah for the groom to come. For God has not destined us for wrath. But to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians 5, verse 9. This is why he's taking his bride. This is why he's taking his church. Hallelujah. 
because the church is bride is not destined for wrath amen he's coming to get his hallelujah beautiful church beautiful bride home to the kingdom hallelujah of god hallelujah waiting for our blessed hope the appearing hallelujah of the glory of our great god and savior jesus christ hallelujah Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming, says the word of God in Matthew 24, uh, verse 42. But concerning the date and the hour, the Bible says, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father, Mark 13, verse 32. That's why we have to be, hallelujah, on guard all the time, on guard all the time, Matthew 24, 27. For as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Hallelujah. Finally then, brothers, we ask, hallelujah, and urge you in the Lord Jesus, that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do more and more. First Thessalonians 4, 1, verse 18. For you know that instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, for this is the will of God for sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality. This is what we need to, this is what we need to stay out of it. So we can make it to the rapture that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God and many other things that the Lord warned us. Amen. The Lord uh, 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 warned us about adultery, uh, uh, robbing, uh, uh, stealing, murdering, fornication, and on and on and on. That's why we got to read the Word of God. We have to read the Word of God. And the Word of God let us know what to avoid, what to avoid to make it, hallelujah, to make it to the rapture and to be on the right path, hallelujah, with the Lord. Amen. Philippians 3, 20, 21. But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lonely body to be like, hallelujah, his glorious body. But the power that, hallelujah, enables him even to subject all things to himself. Praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Enable. By the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Immediately after the tribulation, this is hallelujah, of those days the sun will be darkened. Think about this, Matthew 24, 29, 31. Immediately after the tribulation. Of those days the sun will be darkened. And the moon will not give its light. And the stars will fall from heaven. This is going to be a catastrophe, my brothers and sisters, for the people that are going to be left behind. As soon as, hallelujah, the Lord takes his people home, which means the bride, hallelujah, of Jesus, which means the church. For those friends that, that will under, uh, better under, uh, to understand, to take us home. As soon as he take us, take us, he, he takes his people home, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. Think about that. The sun will get dark. 
and the moon will not give his light. The moon is going to be, my brothers and sisters, black. Friends that are listening. And the stars will fall from heaven. Think about that. The, the stars are going to be falling from heaven. My goodness. And the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then will appear in heaven the sun immediately after the tribulation. And look what happened. The Lord will show. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the sign of the Son of Man. And then all the tribes of the uh, of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds. This will be, excuse me, this will be, Hallelujah, on the sun, on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. This is the second coming. I'm sorry, I said the rapture. This is the second coming. Then will appear in heaven the sign. The sign of the Son of Man. And then all the tribes of the earth, everyone who is here on earth, will mourn. And they, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four wings, from one end of heaven to other. My brothers and sisters, friends that are listening. Run to the Lord. Have a have a relationship with the Lord. Repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Friends that are listening, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I repent. Please write my name in the book of life. I accept, hallelujah, in my hallelujah that you are, and I believe that you are the son of man. I am so sorry. I repent, Jesus. Write my name in the book of life, my Lord. John 14, verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, the where I am, you may be also. Matthew 24, 36, but concerning that day and an hour, again, no one knows, not even the angels or heaven, nor the son, but the father only. Luke 17, 34, 37, I tell you, I tell you, excuse me, in that night, there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. There will be two women grinding together. One will, be, one will be taking and the other left. And they said to him, where, Lord? He said to them, where the hallelujah curbs, praise your name, Jesus. Where the corpse is, there the butchers will gather. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. May God bless everyone, everyone who's listening in the Lord's hour. Now, because we're so close, my brothers and sisters, the Lord put in my heart to read Daniel's vision of the four beasts. Also, he let me know to talk about Revelation. So I'm going to read I'm going to read, hallelujah, Daniel's vision of the four beasts. And when I'm reading this, I want, you to, I want you to think about it. I want you to picture this, okay? Because this is what is coming. This is what is coming. Friends that are listening, brothers and sisters, this is what is coming. Daniel's vision of the four beasts. In the first year, of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and visions of his head 
as he laid in his bed. Then he wrote down the dream and told the son of the matter. Daniel declared, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea. Four great beasts came upon, came up out of the sea, different from, from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagles, wings. Then as I looked, its wings were plugged off, and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man. And the mind of the man was giving to it. Verse 5, and behold, another beast, a second one like a, like a bear, it was raised up on one side. It had three ribs and its mouth between its teeth. And it was told, arise, devour much flesh. Hallelujah, hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. After this, I look, verse 6, and behold, another like a uh, uh, leopard with four wings of bird on his back, and the beast had four heads, and dominion was given to it. Verse 7, after this, I saw in the night visions, and and behold, a fourth beast, terrifying and dreadfully strong. It had great iron teeth. It devoured and broke in pieces, and its stem was left with its feet. Holy Spirit, help me out that I need to read English. Help me out to read English well. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had then ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another horn. A little one, before which three of the first horns were plugged up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth is speaking great things. The Ancient of Days reigns, verse 9. As I look, thrones were placed. And the Asian of days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames. Its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand and thousand servants. And 10,000 times, 10,000 stood before him. Course sat in judgment, and the books were open. Verse 11, I look then, because of the son of the great words, that the horn was, horn was speaking. And as I look, the beast was killed, and its body destroyed and given over to be burned with fire. Praise God. Verse 12, as for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Hallelujah. This is the future, my brothers and sisters. 
the friends that are listening, the Son of Man is giving dominion. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a Son of Man, and he came to the Asian of days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom. Hallelujah. That all people, nations, and languages shall serve him. His dominion and, and everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. And his kingdom, one that shall not be destroyed. Praise the living God. Daniel's vision interpreter, interpreted. Verse 15. As for me, Daniel, says the word of God, my spirit within me was anxious. And the visions of my head alarmed me. I approached one of those who stood there and asked him the truth concerning all this. So he told me and made known to me the interpretation of the things. Verse 17. This for great beast are four kings who shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High, hallelujah, receive the kingdoms and possess the kingdom forever, forever and ever. Praise the living God. Verse 19. Then I desire to know the truth about the fourth beast which was different from all the rest, exceedingly terrifying, with his teeth of iron and clouds of bronze, in which devour and broken in pieces and stamp what was left with his feet, and about ten horns that were on his head, and the and the other horn that came up up came up and before which three of them fell the horn that had eyes, and a mouth that spoke great things, and that seemed greater than it is companion, companions. Verse 21, as I look, his arm made war with the saints and prevailed over them until the ancients of days came and judgment was given for the saints of the Most High. And the time thus he said, as for the fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all the kingdoms, and it shall devour the whole earth, and trample it down, and break it to pieces as for the ten horns. Out of the kingdom ten kings shall arise, and another shall arise after them. It shall be different from the former one, and shall put down three kings. He shall speak words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and shall think to change the times and the law, and they shall be given into his hand. Hmm. For a time, times, and half a time, but the court shall sit in judgment, and his dominion shall be taken away, to be consumed and destroyed to the end, and the kingdom and the dominion, and the great greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey them. Here is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel says the word of God, my thoughts greatly alarm me and my color changed, but I kept the matter in my heart going away. Verse 24. When his disciples, hallelujah, came to point out to him the build, the buildings of the temple, but he answered them, you see all this, do you not 
truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Signs of the end of the age. As he said on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the signs of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, see that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am Christ, and they will lead many astray. Strike. Verse 6, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. We have seen that, brothers and sisters. See that you are not alarmed for this must take place, but the end is not yet. Verse 7, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. We have seen that. Verse 8, all these are but the beginning of the birth of pain, the birth pains. But it continues, verse 9, then they will deliver up to tribulation and put you to death. And you will be hated by all nations, but all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets, prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because loneliness will be increased, the love of money, the love of many will grow cold. We have seen that that's happening. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. What do we need to do, my brothers and sisters? We need to stay strong. We have to endure because this is what we have seen. Verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. With all this technology that the world has, everyone knows now. The world, the world of God, hallelujah, the gospel of the kingdom has been proclaimed through the whole world because we have thing, this all technology now that is easier for people to know and hear. The abomination of desolation. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel is standing in the holy place, let that reader understand. Verse 16, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let the one who is on the housetop not go down to take what is in his house. Verse 18, and let the one who is in the field not turn back to take his clothes. 19, and... Alice for women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days. Meaning saying, whoa. For women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days. May the Lord have mercy. Verse 20. Pray that your flight. Pray. Verse 20. That your flight may not be in winter. Or on a Sabbath. Hallelujah. This is, we got to pray about this, brothers and sisters. Pray that your flight may not be in winter. Hallelujah. Or on a Sabbath. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word, Lord. Pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Verse 21, for then... There will be a great tribulation such as has not been 
from the beginning of the world until now, no and never will be. Verse 22, and if those days had not been cut short, no human being will be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Verse 23, then if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, or there he is, do not believe it, says the word of God. Do not believe it. Do not believe it. Verse 24, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders. So as to let us straight, if possible, even the elect told you beforehand. So if they say to you, look, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. If they say, look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. Verse 27, for as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. This is where the Lord is letting us, is letting us know very clear, hallelujah, that this is what we need to see. 27, for as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. 28, whatever the corpse, hallelujah, whatever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. The coming of the Son of Man, hallelujah, 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven, the power of the heavens will be shaken. Verse 30, then will appear in heaven the sign, hallelujah, of the Son of Man. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Hallelujah. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call. And they will gather his elect from <coughs> the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. From the fig tree, learn his lesson. As soon as it is branched, becomes tender and puts out its leaves. You know the summer is near. So also, when you see all these things, you know that he's near. You know that he's near because we have seen all these things, right? And that's why we know that he's near. Everything that has happened, everything that is happening on earth, right? We know, hallelujah, that he's near. At the very gates, hallelujah. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Hallelujah. Verse 36. But concerning the dead and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven nor the Son, but the Father only. Verse 37. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding at the, at the mill. Hallelujah. 
The women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day our Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have left his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is the servant who his master will find so doing when he comes. Hallelujah. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all the possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, ah, my master is delayed, and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of the servant will come on that day when he does not expect him and an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. There will be whipping and gnashing, and gnashing, excuse me, gnashing of teeth. And that is hell. That is why we got to be careful. We have to be careful. That's why we have to, hallelujah, staying away from sin, obey God, staying in repentance, and asking Jesus, hallelujah, to forgive us and to help us to stay right with him, to help us to make it in the rapture, to help us, hallelujah, through these difficult times, through trials, through tests, through whatever you're going through, just give it to the Lord, hallelujah. Just let him know. Let him know and say, Lord, I'm going through this. Lord, I am sick with this. Please, Lord, heal me. Please, Lord, have mercy. Please, Lord, help me out, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me because I want to stay right with you, Lord. I don't want to miss the rapture. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be left behind, Lord. So help me so, Jesus. And Jesus and the Holy Spirit will help you. Obedience is number one. Remember that, obeying God. Obeying God. Read his word. And obey everything what the word of God tells you. If you obey everything, hallelujah, you're trying to stay in obedience, hallelujah, and, 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 and separating yourself from the world, turning yourself from the world, and giving yourself to Jesus Christ, hallelujah. You'll make it through the rapture, hallelujah. It's a battle. It's a, it's a constantly battle, but we have to fight it. And how we fight it? Through prayer, hallelujah, prayer. Prayer and fasting, it will make your spirit stronger and your flesh weak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall seek God. The word of God tells us in Matthew 5, verse 8. Jesus answered, blessed are you, Simon bar For flesh and blood has not, revealed, has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Hallelujah the book of Revelation here. Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven, wrapped in a cloud, Revelation 10, 1, 11, with a rainbow over his head, and his face was like the sun, and his legs like the pillars of fire. He had a little scroll open in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea, and his left foot on the land, 
and call out with a loud voice, like a lion roaring. When he called out, the seven thunders sound. And when the seven thunders had sound, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying, seal up what the seven thunders have said, and do not write it down. And the angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised his hand or raised his hand to heaven. Raise his right hand to heaven. So, Jesus wants us, he wants us to go home with him. He wants us to go home with him. He wants, hallelujah, our name to be written in the book of life. If your name is not written in the book of life, we're going to read. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Here we go. The book of life. Let's read it. Because I, I, I just want to bring the word of God. Amen. Revelation 3, verse 5. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments. And I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Revelation 13, verse 8. And all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slain. And all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slain, everyone who worshiped the enemy. Do not put the mark of the beast 666. Do not put the chip. Do not put the vaccine. Because that is very dangerous. And whoever puts the mark of the beast, it will be condemned. Their names are not going to be very dangerous. Revelation 20, verse 15. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. In other words, if your name, it is not found in the book of life, you will be thrown into the lake of fire. That means hell. Revelation 20, verse 15. So that's why we need to say to the Lord, Lord, I repent from all type and kind of a sin that I have committed against you. I am so sorry. I repent, Lord. Please forgive me. Lord, I accept that you are, hallelujah, the son of God, Jesus Christ. I believe in you. Rescue me. 
Lord, write my name in the book of life. I am so sorry, Lord. I repent and give your life to Jesus and have a relationship with the Lord and read, hallelujah, the Holy Bible. Revelation 20, verse 12. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were open. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. Ooh. And the dead were judged for what was written in the books according to what they had done. And this is why we got to be careful what we say, what we do on earth. Revelation 21, verse 27. But nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Nothing unclean unclean will ever enter in heaven, nor anyone who does what is detestable to God or false, but only those who are written in the books. In the Lamb, book of life, Revelation 21, 27. Yes, I ask you also to companion help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel, to, in the gospel together with Clement, Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. You see, the book of life is so important. The book of life, you got to have your name written in the book of life. Ask the Lord to write it and repent from your sins and give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. And repent away from sin. Run away from sin. Give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. Give your life to Jesus because time is clicking. Time is running out. Revelation 17 verse 8. The beast that you saw was and is not, and it's about to rise. It's about to rise from the bottomless pit and go to destruction. And the dwellers on earth whose names have not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world will marvel to see the beast because it was and is not and is to come. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm trying to find here other verses. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And here's another another important thing to know. Revelation twenty two nineteen. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, the Holy Bible, God will take away his, his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. When you read the word of God, hallelujah. Don't take it. Don't put it. You're reading it. And just hallelujah, when you're reading the word of God, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And when you're getting the word of God, you got to be careful. God is warning us here to be careful. Revelation 22, verse 19. 
It's very dangerous. You don't want to play with this. Don't want to play. Ha ha. You got to be careful. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, we share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. Now, Psalms 139, 39, verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written. Every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. You have kept count of my thousands, uh, of my, uh, praise your name, Jesus. Counting. You have kept count of my thousands. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Psalms 56, verse 8. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, John 3, verse 16, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Here's the answer for friends that are listening. God loved the world. He loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God the Father, hallelujah, gave his only son. That whoever believes in him, so that means if you believe in him, that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, was and is, hallelujah, the son of God, and you believe it in your heart, and you accept it in your heart, and you, and you confess that in your heart, you confess it, you confess that with your mouth, you should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16. Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ, let him know. Hallelujah. I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. And I believe it and I accept him to come into my heart. And I confess it. Hallelujah. And say, forgive me, Lord, for all my sins and write my name in the book of life. And that you will have eternal life to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect. And now Malachi 3.16, then those who fear the Lord they spoke with one another. The Lord paid attention and heard them. And a book of remembrance was written before him of those who fear the Lord and esteem his name. But now if you will forgive their sin, but if not, please blot me out of your book that you have written. Exodus, and now John 14, verse, verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one goes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. He is the way and the only way, and he is the truth, the only truth. Jesus said it. John 14, verse 6. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Revelation 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angels to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written it. For the time is near. Praise your name, Jesus. John to the seven churches that are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us a kingdom priest to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds. Hallelujah. And every eye will see him. Even those who pierce him and all tribes of the earth will will wail. Hallelujah. On account of him, even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Hallelujah. I, John, your brother and partner in the tribulation and the kingdom of the patient endures, endurance that are in Jesus was on the island called Pat, Patmos, kind of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. Verse 10. Was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, right what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches. Hallelujah. <laughs> to Ephesus. Hallelujah. And to Smyrna. Smyrna. And to Pergamum. Pergamum. And to Tyatara. Tyatara. And to Sardis. And to Philadelphia. And to Laodicea. Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me. And on turning, I saw seven golden lamps. I'm sorry. My dogs are barking. The name of the Lord. Let me close the door. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me. And on turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden stuff. A golden, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, a golden sash around his chest. Verse 14, the hairs of his Head were white like a white wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like a burnished bronze, refined in a 
voice was like the roar of many waters. Hallelujah. In his right hand, he holds seven stars. From his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Praise the living God. And I have the keys of death and hate and hated. Write, therefore, the things that you have seen, those that are and those that are to take place after this. Verse 20. As for the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. And I finish reading. Hallelujah. Jesus, praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, my brothers and sisters, the rapture, hallelujah, it's going to take place. But also the tribulation. As soon as the rapture happens, tribulation will start. Let's stay right, hallelujah, with God. Let's pray and ask Jesus to help us. Ask Jesus, hallelujah, and the Holy Spirit to help you. Hallelujah, Father God. In the name of your Holy Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Stay right to help us to stay right. Hallelujah. On that day and that second that the rapture will happen. Also help us to stay right right now and to obey you. To do everything what your word tells us to do, Lord. And everything that the word God tells us not to do regarding sin, stay away from it. Help us to stay right with you. And help us to stay away from sin, from sin. And we repent, Jesus, and cleanse us, Lord, with your holy and mighty blood. Cleanse us, Lord Jesus. Help us to stay clean and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Help us to stay in righteousness with you, Lord. Until that day to come, tell them, let them know. And if you haven't given your life to Jesus, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. Lord, I repent. It doesn't matter what kind of sin you have done. The Lord knows. But you just, you just let him know and just, and just say, I'm sorry. I repent, Jesus, please. Take me, Lord Jesus, write my name in the book of life. I repent from all type and kind of a sin that I commit against you. You let him know, friend. Jesus Christ, hallelujah. It's your father, it's your friend. 
He loves you. He loves us. Hallelujah. He wants to take us home. He wants us to take us home. Hallelujah. So let him know. Hallelujah. I believe. Hallelujah. But it's letting you know. Hallelujah. That you are the only way. You let him know. You know, the word of God, the truth, the word of God sets you free. And that is why it is so important to read the word of God. Because the word of God, the Holy Bible is the word of God that will set you free. He will deliver you from all the lies that you have heard or books that you have read. The only way to choose, hallelujah, is Jesus Christ. Is the only way to go to heaven. The word God let us know that in his house, he has many nations where he went and prepared for you and I. Hallelujah. So we can enjoy them and we can be with him. And we can be with Jesus, Father God and the Holy Spirit and all the angels. Oh, hallelujah. He went and prepared a house for you because he cares and because he loves you. And he came here. Hallelujah. He's God. And he came here. It's a human born to give his life for you and me so we can make it happen. Hallelujah. That's the God we have. We have a good God. Hallelujah. And so you and I can make it in the blood that he shed. Hallelujah. Was for the salvation. Salvation of our, of our sins through the blood of Jesus Christ. Say, Jesus, I want to have a relationship with you. Help me to read and understand your word. Be honest with him. I don't understand it, but the Holy Spirit will help you interpret the word of God. Because as soon as you give your life to Jesus, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit will come and will help you and be with you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit of God. And say, I repent. And I give my life to you. And I believe, hallelujah, that Jesus, hallelujah, is the Son of God. Hallelujah. I believe in his name. And I accept him in my heart. I accept him in my heart. And you're going to feel so much joy and happiness, happiness coming out of your eyes because the power of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is within you. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit is, hallelujah, in the blood of Jesus are cleansing you from all unrighteousness. And you're going to feel light because the Lord, hallelujah, takes your burden from you, takes it away in your sin also because 
Jesus gave your life for you. Hallelujah. And that's why you're feeling like that and you feel that joy. Because everything that comes from the Lord is good. Because everything, hallelujah, that the Lord gives is good and is peace beyond that trespasses, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only one who fulfills us. Nothing will fill your heart. Only Jesus, because he's the fountain of life. Only Jesus and the Holy Spirit will fill you, will give you what you need. We'll answer you a thousand questions that you ask, don't know, and reveal mysteries to you too. Hallelujah, because he loves us. Oh, praise the living God. God is touching some people tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Door. Jesus is the door to heaven. Jesus is the door to the earth. So get in. Go in. Go on. And don't be afraid. Because. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is with you. The Lord is with us. All you need to do and say it is, Jesus, write my name in the book of life and have mercy of me. Hallelujah. Spare me. Lord Jesus, from tribulation. Lord, I do not let him know I do not want to be left behind. Please, Lord, let me know the things that I do need to do. Let me know the things that I do need to change. Let me know. Hallelujah. Because I do not want to miss the rapture for anyone or for anything in this world. Because nothing matters more than you. There's no one more important than you. And there's nothing or anything that is more important than you. Because without you, Lord, let him know. I am nothing. I need you to live. Hallelujah. Because you are, Lord, my life. I live for you, my Lord. And I give my life to you, Jesus. That's the way. With your mighty blood. And I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. And I thank you for accepting me. As your son or daughter, I thank you, Lord, because you love me, you care. Hallelujah. And now let the Holy Spirit work in your life. Like let the will of God be in your life. And you pray for your family, pray for your loved ones, pray for your 
friends. Pray for everyone that you love. Hallelujah. That Jesus will reach out to them just like he did to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, stay with your lamps ready. That are oil ready at all times. Stay on guard all the time, waiting for the groom to come. Like the five wise virgins, stay rapture ready. And you let the Lord know to help you stay right and to continue to help you and never give up. Hallelujah. May God bless you. Hallelujah. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And keep looking up because the king, hallelujah, is coming back. Hallelujah. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 4.17. So let's continue to be patient. Let's continue to be, hallelujah, endurance. Endurance. We've got to pray. Hallelujah. Stay in prayer. Stay rapture ready. Behold, he's coming with the clouds. Hallelujah. Revelation 1-7. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Matthew 24-42. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. For as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. To all the glory and the honor to you, Jesus, and Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Father God. All the honor and the glory forever and ever. To you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you. Bless us tonight, Lord, and bless our families and deliver us, Lord Jesus, from all evil. Protect us, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will send angels, hallelujah, around us to back us up, Lord Jesus, because there's so many trials and tests that your people are going through, suffering. But, Lord, I pray that, Lord Jesus, that you will strengthen us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And give us your peace, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Because you are, Lord Jesus, our peace. Oh, Lord. And the fountain of life. And I thank you, Jesus, for it. And I praise your name, Jesus. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters. May God bless you. Hallelujah. And stay rapture ready at all times. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Love Talk Radio.
There's a peace I've come to know Though my heart and flesh may fail There's an acre for my soul I can say it is well Jesus has overcome And the grave is overwhelmed The victory is won He is risen from the dead And I will rise When He calls my name No
Thank you, mighty Lord, mighty God, mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua, mighty, mighty Jehoshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Shalom, shalom, my brother, my sister. Welcome to the Lord's hour. This is your brother in Christ, Brother L.V. Sapara. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Praise to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank the Lord for the opportunity to share his word before the rapture, the partial of the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There is no time left, and that's what's exciting. Amen. My brother and sister, very, very soon, the bride of Christ is going to open her eyes in heaven. My brother and sister, there's so much. So much we want to go home. The Lord knows the desire of our heart. And he's going to answer the petition. The desire of our heart, my brother and sister. Amen. Because he loves us, my brother and sister. Amen. He loves us so much. Hallelujah. That I believe, thank you, Jesus. He's going to answer us. And what we've been asking him, my brother and sister, Thank you, Lord, because he makes us a promise in his word. Psalm 37, 4. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desire of thine heart. My brother and sister, we desire to go to heaven. And the Bible says that God will, will my brother and sister, he will give us the desire of our heart and the desire of our heart is to be going to heaven to be going to being with the lord with our god our savior amen thank you jesus thank you yeshua amen i got exciting news to, t- to share tonight thank you lord god willing i can hallelujah share everything that's been shown to me from heaven my brother insisted hallelujah Praise you, Jesus. From the throne, I I was allowed to look down to the earth in regard to where we are, in regard to, to hallelujah, um, regarding to the great tribulation that are about to start. And before the great tribulation starts, we know the bride of Christ will be going home. Hallelujah. The departure, raptured, caught up in the air, would happen first. Apostle would happen first until when I was allowed to look two mornings ago from the throne, God showed me where we are right now, right now, where we are right now. And that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Thank you, Lord. And, and it's a Bible study, so praise you, Lord. But it's exciting. It is exciting to share and what the Lord says to me from the throne, as he was showing me this, my brother and sister, hallelujah, I was in complete silence just watching and listening, my brother and sister, to what he had, he, shalom, sister, and what he was showing me and what he has to say. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to go into the word of God, my brother and my sisters, as we always do, and as I go and explain the word and share the word, then praise you, Jesus. We will go into the revelation of the Lord 
praise to God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everything is so close. So close. <clears throat> we are on borrowed time. Okay? We are on borrowed time. We are on, on time that God has given us. God is a giver. And he knows that there are a few people that are not ready. He's not. He doesn't want to leave them behind, my brother insisted. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. He says that those that the, the Father has given him, that, hallelujah, that he will not lose one, my brother insisted. Okay? That he will not lose one. And hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. At least in the book of John, he will not lose one that the Father, okay, has given him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And it's in John 639. John 639. And this, this is the Father will who has sent me. Jesus speaking to his disciple and to us. Because his word has no time and no limit, by, no limitation by time. And this is the Father's will who has sent me, that all which he has given me, I shall lose nothing. Okay? I shall lose nothing. But I shall raise, up, raise it up again, raptured, cut up in the air, at the last days. Okay? <laughs> I can never forget there's a Lord opening the Bible one time and showing me the rapture, book by book, hallelujah, that I should lose nothing, okay? And this, I believe another translation that will not lose one, but this one said lose nothing. My brother insisted, which is still, it's the same meaning. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, let me see what the messianic, hallelujah, uh, the Messianic Complete Jewish Bible says, and this is the will of the one who has sent me, that I should not lose any of those who he has given me, but should raise them up in the last days. But you notice how he, he points to the last days. In that way, you and I are in right now. If you're wondering where you're standing, where you are right now, in regard to be going home, in regard to the church disappearing soon, we are in the last days, my brother and my sister. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to show you from Genesis when we hear about the last day from Genesis because God talks about the end from the beginning, the Bible says. So we're going to go in Genesis for you. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, my brother and sister. We are in the last days. That means that after these days are none, no more. Because the great tribulation is Jacob 12 or seven years. And that's, um, I don't know if I will say it's not included or it's included, because it, this, this time of grace that God has given us is the time where God uh, is saving people by grace, and grace will end. The work of grace ends now when the church disappears. My brother and my sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So uh, we are about to be going home. And, and, and the one who sent me doesn't want me to lose any. The Father doesn't want Jesus to lose any. Although he gave me, gave me, he wants me to bring them back to 
life on the last days. What was going on with him that he needed to bring him back to life? Sin. Okay, and the Lord spoke to me about this in heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But let me tell you, coming back as the Lord brought me back from heaven, wow, I was waiting for me down here. It, it was a flea, legions of, of demons, hallelujah, ready to encounter my brother and sister, the fight. I had to stay up in prayer after coming back. It, it's not easy. It's just not easy down here at all. It's cloudy. It's darkness on this earth like people cannot even imagine. The spiritual fight for every single soul goes on continuously. My brothers and sisters, this is how fight for every single soul. And as the Lord was bringing me back, wow, what a fight, what a fight, what a fight. I have to call up on the Lord. I have to call for the Lord to send billions and trillions of warriors, angels, and archangels. Because I'm telling you, the fight was, was tremendous. Praise you, Lord. They don't want the information I'm going to share tonight being put out. They don't want people knowing. Because then people, when people receive a word from the throne, they, it encourages them to, to wait upon the Lord. It comes with that anointing and love of God for their life, for their soul, to, to prepare, to be ready. My brother and my sister, thank you, Lord. Lord, and I pray tonight for everyone listening and everyone that, who's going to listen to this message that they will be touched by you, confirmed to the Spirit, Lord, that it's your word, it's your revelation. Make their heart, make their life ready, Jesus. Help them. Give them the anointing, Lord. Hallelujah. To pray, to fast, to be ready for your coming, Jesus. Hallelujah. Time is over. Lord, we pray to be ready, to be ready of all time for your coming. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. My Lord, my God, thank you, God. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. And his love endureth forever. Praise you, Jesus. So this is not easy. This is not easy. This spiritual battle is not easy. But our trust is in the Lord. And greater is he that is with us than he that is in the world. Remember that. Okay. Don't be afraid of the battle. Just pray for God to equip you, to empower you, to empower your faith to help you, hallelujah, to fight for you. Benjamin's mind says the Lord, always call upon the Lord to fight for you every night, every day. Don't take a chance. Don't say everything is fine, I'm okay. No, you trust only in the Lord. Do not pr trust yourself or your circumstance or anybody else. Trust only Jesus. Trust only God in this. Amen. He will empower you with the Holy Spirit to overcome anything that will come against your life. My brother, my sister, he overcame them on the cross. So don't fear. And if you have fear, repent of any fear of the devil. Hallelujah. Rebuke it in Jesus' name. Pray the Lord will give you the strength to go forward in victory with him. Forward in victory. Do not look, do not look back or turn back. In Jesus' name, stay firm with the Lord. This shofar, this trumpet is about to be sound. The Lord is about to take us home. And the enemy is doing anything he can to try to keep us behind. Because if, if any of us stays behind, that's another seven years of him trying to have you denying the Lord. Trying to have you commit sin where, hallelujah, for, for you to stay behind and end up in hell. The greatest chance of people ending up in hell is sin, disobedience. 
And that's what the devil wants people to do. But we stay focused on Jesus. We keep calling upon the name of the Lord and wishing we will be saved, and the Lord is going to help us. So stay firm. Stay firm. Okay? Stay committed to the Lord. Stay in repentance. Just praise to Lord. Help us, Jesus. Amen. So, so important in the last days, my brother and sister, that we stay focused on the Lord. And this is the, the will of him who sent me that I should not lose any of all those he has given me, but that I should raise them up all to life in the last days. He's going to bring us home, as he promised us, my brother insisted. He promised us he would, and he is faithful. He the set upon the throne is faithful. He made us a promise to bring us home, and he's going to bring us home. My brother insisted. Thank you, Jesus. And this, and this revelation in heaven, hallelujah, I was thinking about Brother Joseph. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. I'm glad he's in the chat room tonight. Hallelujah. Listening. Praise you, Lord. Because the Lord spoke to me about those that are struggling with different things in their lives. Okay? And he's not giving up on any of them, he says to me. Praise the Lord. So your struggle, those that are struggling with many things going on in your life, the Lord is not giving up on you. He is not. My brother insisted. You may feel that it's, it's so difficult, so hard. You may feel that people don't understand what you're going through. But it, it's because this is a spiritual battle, a, 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 a difficult battle that you're going through, that Jesus overcame in. In order for you to be victorious, you've got to commit your life to him. You got to humble yourself and put all the, your desire in his hand, in his plan, in his will. Notice how Jesus said the will. He was talk, always talking about the will of the Father, my brother and sister. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that all which he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise him up in the last days. My brother and sister, why did Jesus speak this way? This way, because he cared for each and one of his children. Each and one of them that the Father has given him. And we are the one the Father has given him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. You're going to lose many things, job, family, money, car, home, in this life. But don't worry about those things. God got something better for you, an eternal home, one that cannot be destroyed by earthquake or tsunami or by anything. And he's given it to you, praise the Lord, an eternal home in an eternal place. He's given you something better, eternal life, that cannot be bought with anything on this earth, no money, nothing. My brother insisted, are you willing to lose something eternal for something temporary, no. Be willing to lose the temporary things of this life for the eternal things that God has for you and I in heaven. My brother and sister, that's what I look forward. I look forward for what God has for me, for the eternal home, for eternal life with God, eternity with him. It's what I'm looking forward. It's what I want. Nothing of this life I care for. I tell God that I'm willing to give up anything Anything of this life 
for just be going home, my brother and sister, and being with God, anything. I'm willing to give up everything I have for just to be going home and being with God. And it's not that I don't care for, for, for everything I have. We do care, but we value more the eternal things that God has given us, eternal life. My brother and sister, and every day we have to be willing to die for him. My brother and sister, it's not easy down here. It's difficult. But God, Jesus overcame on the cross. He's given us salvations, eternal life, my brother and sister. Nothing can be, hallelujah, compared to eternal life. There's no money. Nothing. Jesus said in John 17, 3, and this is the eternal life, that they may know thee to be the only very God, whom thou hast sent me, and whom thou hast sent, Jesus Christ. God wants us to know him. And this is the time that you and I should be spending now on this earth now, knowing him, knowing God, committing to knowing him, to spending time with him. My brother and sister, not wasting time, but spending time with him. When you spend time with God, you don't waste anything. When you give God a year or two or 30 or 40 or 50, whatever years you give God of your life, shalom, brother David, God will give you an eternity for what you're spending with him. How valuable it will be for you to give God your youth, your years, your best years, give it to God. My brother and sister, Shalom, Sister Regina Rivero. Give to God your best. Don't give God a leftover because God has given you an eternal place, an eternity with him that can never be stolen from you. An eternal, young, youth, beautiful you body God has given you. A glory body, a glorified body he's given you. For all eternity. You will look beautiful. You, lo- you will look in your 20 for all eternity. You'll never have a bad hair in heaven. That's why on Sunday, I asked the Lord if I could play, play Brother Richard. Richard Stittman, where his testimony, my time in heaven, is five hours. Maple insisted. I was able to play three on, in, in, on Sunday. But I ensure those that listen were blessed by it. My brother and sister, what a testimony of the eternal place that God has for each and one of us. Everything we do for God on this earth is so difficult. The enemy is coming against us one way or another. My brother and sister, just the Lord taking me to heaven uh, the day before yesterday morning when the Lord brought me back. Wow, a whole legion, legion of demons waiting around to attack me. Just so I won't deliver tonight's message to God's people. Ruthless. Relentless. Shalom, sister. My brothers, they try to keep me quiet. They don't want anyone being taken to heaven and coming back and sharing. This is not easy. My brothers, this is why we need to pray, pray, pray. Have they coming back? I have to stay. I came back at 3.30 in the morning. I have to stay up to 5 o'clock and pray more. I had already prayed before, and I went to sleep. Lord brought me back at 3.30 in the morning. I look at my clock, and immediately I had to go and pray because 
they were waiting to attack me. For two and a half hours more, I remember. Like, oh, man. And there was no air or nothing. You have to do it. You have to be willing. My brother and sister, thank you, Jesus. Not easy. A lot of people think it's easy. It's not. They want to keep us quiet. They want us to, they want to shut up. My brother and sister, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I remember that I was getting up early in the morning. I believe it was at 6.30. I was thinking, I'm like, oh, man, I only have an hour, an hour and 30 minutes of sleep. I look at the clock. But you said, you know what? Praise the Lord. And I asked the Lord to give me rest. The Lord gave me about eight or ten hours of rest in an hour and a half. When I got up at 6.30, the alarm went off. Oh, I was rested before 6.30 with just an hour and 30 minutes of sleep. Rested. The Lord gave me rest. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My brother and sister, I cannot give them the excuse. I'm too tired to pray overnight. No. It's just obedient, he wants. Obedient to God is better than sacrifice. My brother and sister doesn't want us giving him excuses. He wants us praying. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What an awesome God we serve. So the, I was in prayer with the Lord that morning. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. And I remember asking the Lord, Lord, are you giving me a heavy revelation? He said, yes, clearly in prayer. In my whole night prayer with him, I got excited a bit. Thank you, Lord. It's always exciting. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I remember, hallelujah, they went to sleep, which was no sleep. Boom. They took me up to heaven. I knew, hallelujah, I was in the throne, in the presence of God, with a mighty presence of him covering me. Mighty anointing oil all over me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. And right from the throne, he began to show me down to the earth in our time. The, 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 the question is, how, how much longer, O oh Lord? How much longer we have? I was looking down from the throne, down to time, down to the earth. And I can see, brothers and sisters, like the church, I can see the church. And right there was a, a dividing, like a dividing spiritual wall that we don't see from here to the great tribulation. My brother and sister. And right there, where I see my brother, I saw a few struggling. The Lord began to speak to me, my brother and my sister. And these are the words, let me go into the Bible. These are the words he was speaking to me. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. John 6, 37, that all that the Father has given me shall come to me. And him that comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. Hallelujah. He, he will not cast anyone out. My brother insisted. And the Lord, as the Lord was speaking to me and showing me this brother, I was thinking about Brother Joseph. Hallelujah. 
uh, Ruth, Ruth Joseph. Ruth Joseph. I, his first name, R-U-S-E. Joseph. And his struggle. How he's been asking for prayer. How difficult it's been for him. And as the Lord was showing me the struggle, Jesus was saying to me, that as long as we keep trying, he said, coming to him, even though we're a struggle, God will not give up on anyone, he said. My brother insisted. And I'm watching from the throne him down here working with people. I can see his power molding people. And, and, and I can see people falling. But his grace, his grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. Thank you, Lord. And I can see the Lord nourishing people and helping people to serve him with their struggle. Help them overcome what they're struggling with. I can see him with his love and power sustaining people. A brother that was falling, he would help them to get up again. And they will fall again. Like the next day, the next day, he will keep helping his children. As long as you keep repenting, as long as you keep calling on him. He was telling me that even though you were struggling, but as long as you, as he was telling as, as long as you keep coming to him, he was showing me the struggle. But he said, as long as you keep coming to me, God will not give up on you, he says to me. My brother insisted, and I can see the person falling and getting up again, the Lord helping them to get up again, like a loving father, a loving Messiah, loving Savior he is, loving God he is, helping his children to overcome the flesh, the world, because he overcame the world, the flesh, the enemy. It was so beautiful to see it from the throne. So loving to see it from the throne of God down here. How God see it. Crystal clear. And not even place the light, light clear. Total light clear under the blood of Jesus. Because as long as you keep repenting, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness, the Bible says. And that is unright, unrighteousness is sin. The sin that, that contaminate us, that beseech us. The word of God says, I can see us being watched by the blood. Being watched by the blood. Already watched by the blood. I didn't see the blood because the, per- the person he was showing me from the Lord Tao, from the fear that I, that I know, that has been repenting, the blood already cleansed them. And I can see them white from heaven. And the person may not see themselves white. This is the problem with us judging ourselves. The devil has convinced people in their mind and how sinful they are. That although they're repenting, the devil keep reminding how sinful they've been in the past. The devil keep bringing the past to their mind. When Jesus already paid the price on the cross, you need to repent for judging yourself. If God, who is the judge, forgives you, pardons you, who are you? Who is the devil? To judge you. Who is meant to judge you? 
You don't have the right to judge yourself. You, nobody has the right to judge you. If God forgives you, if God pardons you, if the blood of Jesus cleanses you, then how can you judge yourself and call you yourself so sinful and so wicked and so evil? When God has forgiven you, Jesus has washed you with his blood. He has paid the price for you on the cross. How can you go on judging yourself? My brothers and sisters, see yourself as God sees you. Wash under his blood, sons and daughters. Believe God. Don't believe the devil. Don't believe the world. Believe God in his word and his promise, my brother insisted. We are righteous when he cleanses us with his blood. Before him, we are standing righteous, justified by his blood, justified by him. My brother and sister, believe him. Believe his word. Believe his promise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. And he was speaking to me this in heaven and showing it to me. How he had cleansed this person that kept falling and getting up again and falling and repenting, getting up in his blood, cleansing this person, cleansing this person, keeping this person white and righteous before God. From the throne, I can see the right, the righteousness, the cleansing, the purification of this person. My brother insisted. Hallelujah, God have mercy. Thank you, Lord. But as I'm seeing this, he allowed me to see. We're one step away from the great tribulation. That's how I title the message. Hallelujah. First in flight, the bride of Christ will be taken out any day, any hour, any moment. Our time is due. We're past the time. But God has said to his prophet, my brother and sister, Hallelujah, that the past, the, the time has passed. There's no clock in heaven. I shared this months ago. There's no time. There's no clock. Nothing is left. We'll borrow time. Extra time given to us. I can see the war separation of the great tribulation. Behind all that war was pure pitch darkness. Right where the church is standing now, I can see the light of the Lord, the light of the bright, and the, of Jesus and the bright. And we are still in light, the bride of Christ. The end of grace. And one step after that, my brothers and sisters, I apologize. One step after that, the great revelation. I can see that invincible wall. My brother and sister, there may be a few who have seen the revelation of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I can see it. I can see the wall. I can see the darkness behind that wall. Pure pitch darkness. You cannot see anything in that darkness. The sun will turn into darkness. The moon will turn into blood. On that great day of the Lord, the prophet said, My brother and sister, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. It's so close. I don't know why some people don't see how close it is. And why do they, they doubt how close it is? My brother and sister, because it's very close. If you read the word of God and ask the Lord to reveal you, 
his word. Hallelujah. My brother insisted. God said to the prophet Joel 227, and you should also know that I am the myth of Israel. I'm in the middle of Israel. Of course, he is in the middle of our lives. My brother and sister, of course he is. And that I am the Lord your God and none other. And my people shall never be ashamed. There you go. Never God's people will be ashamed. A lot of people think that the bride is being put to shame in the last day. No, none. None. We are victorious in Christ. My brother and sister. Verse 28, and afterward, hallelujah, afterward, something is going to happen. And after, after every event, you say it after. After. And God says afterward, I will put my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see a vision. Afterward, Jesus was crucified. He promised the pouring of the Holy Spirit. My brother and sister, after, he, after Jesus' departure, in front of his disciples, the angel came as a witness. The angel came down as a witness as they stood. They were standing there looking at Jesus. Going up like Superman, or better than Superman and Batman, all of them. Batman cannot fly, only Superman. And Jesus was going up, and the cloud went, went beneath him. My brother and sister, praise your Lord. And they were staring at this glorious moment of seeing the Lord. You know why that moment was so glorious? Because in the same manner he was going, he's coming back again. It was a form of him in glory and power. King of king and Lord of Lord ascending. It's so significant. His ascending is so significant because it's a picture of him descending. Thank you, Lord. His ascending was so significant. It was so glorious. It's so marvelous that the disciples did not want to move from that glory of seeing Jesus ascending. Because in the same form he's descending, hallelujah, with great power and great glory. And angels are coming back with him. He's coming back with his angel, Matthew 24. And at that very moment, the same Jesus, you see, they were still seeing him leave, living. My brothers and sisters, thank you, Lord. And the disciple was there gazing, was still astonished by, by, by this glory of Jesus going home. Ascending, but it's a picture of him descending. My brother and sister, praise the Lord. In the same form, he's coming back. My brother and sister, and that coming back is, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, so important. Because as you, as you believe he went up with great power, he's coming back with greater glory. He went back in the power of the Holy Spirit. God raised him, the Bible says, in the power of the Holy Spirit. He's coming back in the great power and glory of the Holy Spirit again. Thank you, Lord. But this time, the, the power is going to cover the entire earth. 500 were witnessed after 40 days and 49. He witnessed to them. There's no excuse of men 
on this earth because Jesus, Jesus was a witness, witnessed them for 40 days and 40 nights. And on the very moment he's ascending, angels are coming down. They're seeing the angel, the angel speaking to the people, that in the same form they're seeing him leave, he's coming back again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Yeshua. He's coming back again. Now, hallelujah, the bride of Christ is going to meet him in the cloud. About to meet him in the cloud. My brother and sister, praise the Lord. We're first in class. We are first in class. We're about to meet him in the first and fly. We're first and fly. About to meet him in the cloud. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. To enter heaven, my brother and sister. He is the door. He is the door. He is the one who's bringing us in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And also upon my ser- and upon the servant and upon the man those days I will put out my spirit. Notice how God, he said already he will put out his spirit. But then he said, he said, upon all flesh and upon his servant too. Hallelujah. No one have any excuse that God is real. There's a lot of unbelief that God is real. But in the pouring of the Holy Spirit, every flesh, because he said upon no flesh, will witness that God is real. Even if for a few days or a few weeks, they are going to witness that God is real. 500 people witness that God is real. And when Jesus was going home, my brother and sister, now millions of people and billions are going to experience him because he's come, he's, he's going to put his spirit upon our flesh in the revival. My brother and sister. And it's going to be so good and so awesome that the people staying behind one more. They want the revival to continue. They cannot imagine going into a great tribulation. They want the revival to continue. But God is so merciful that God has a plan that he's going to empower his bride, give his, his bride, change his bride into the glorified body, and send us out. To evangelize the people around the earth. doesn't matter the distance. We don't need to take plane, cars, uh, taxi, nothing, or bikes or anything, or motorcycle or anything. We'll be faster than planes. We will be faster than jet. My brother and sister, going around the earth in the speed of thought, evangelizing the earth. And we will do, we will do this quickly. The question is whether do you know the Lord? Do you know the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings? Are you serving him? Those that will still be alive, alive after the three days of darkness on the earth, everyone alive after the three days of darkness, God has given them a second chance. Because everyone God wants to remove, the beasts are going to remove it from this earth during the three days of darkness. They will be released. God released the angel of death in Egypt. My brother and sister. And before he did, he told his people to put the blood in the post on the entrance of their home. For no one to come out or look out through the windows. No one to come out. My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. And he released the, the angel of death, Satan, who had the power of death, the book of Hebrews said. And he went about killing the firstborn. And God came down to protect his own. The devil was going around killing. God was, was around protecting his own. As he promised that he will be with us. He said, I will be in the midst of you. 
through the prophet Joel. I, Joel 2.27, I will be in the midst of you, he says. Thank you, Lord. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, that I am the Lord your God and none other, and my people should never be ashamed. Don't worry about the three days of darkness. God, the Lord, is going to be in the midst of us, people of God. As he did with the children of Israel, he was with them. He protected them. I will come by, the Lord says to Moses. He released the angel of death. Satan went about killing because the Bible says very clear. The thief come about to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the devil. But Jesus said, I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus was in the middle of them giving them life. And when the time was ended, and the three, hallelujah, the three days was over, three days, three nine, and all the firstborn were killed, and it was plenty in Egypt. My brother and sister, because back then it was all about the firstborn. A lot of people don't realize that the firstborn became the king. The firstborn became the king. It was all about the firstborn. My brother and sister, that was their pride and joy. And God killed their pride and their joy in front of their parents, in front of the unbeliever. My brother and sister. So the angel did kill them. And God gave them life. And when they come out of that, they celebrated Passover. We are about to go to heaven to celebrate the wedding of the Lord, of the Lamb of God. My brother and sister, that's what we're going. We're going to celebrate. They celebrate the Passover while on earth. It was a sign of us going to heaven step to celebrate Passover in heaven. Passing from this earth to heaven, to our new place, to our dwelling place that God has for us that Jesus has made for us, where he says, I will go and make a place for you. I will make a mansion that where I am, you will also be. Oh, I thank you, Father, for Jesus. My brother, sister, he always been thinking about us. We always been in his heart and mind. We've been in the mind of God and in the heart of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Also upon the servant, upon the man those days, I will put my spirit, and I will show wonders in heaven. And earth, blood and fire, pillars of smoke, pillars of smoke are coming, volcanoes are awakening, they're showing us these pillars of smoke in the cloud that are coming up in Hawaii and another one coming up in Europe right now. They've been sleeping for so many years. These volcanoes are awakening, my brother and sister, and pillars of smoke are being formed in the cloud, as the Lord says. These pillars of smoke are a sign of the Lord returning right now, my brother insisted. Why the volcano that in Hawaii that have been sleeping for over 40 years is waking up? And in Europe, my brother insisted, why so many years they've been sleeping? Because there there are there are signs for the last days that the Lord, this is the time of the Lord now. They're going to continue to awaken because the Lord God said it will be pillars of smoke, blood and fire. Blood and fire. Blood is speaking a word, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. China's getting ready to take over the, Taiwan. United States said they will fight for Taiwan. So China knows that in the moment they go against Taiwan, they need to be ready to fight the U.S. and, and NATO send them. No problem. Russia, China, and all these other nations have joined over 30 nations together to confront the U.S. and NATO from every side, from any corner. They are, my, my brother and sister, 
all kinds of ships and planes and submarines with nuclear weapons around the U.S., Hawaii, California, and around the world, Canada, ready to bomb these nations, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. And only days from now, days from now, God said there will be blood, and there's plenty of blood to be shed, my brother and sister, in days from now. We're not talking about months. We're not talking about years. We're talking about days, 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 my brother and sister. It was on the news this week. The Congress is meeting, hallelujah, to approve by the 8th Thursday of this week, the 8th Thursday of this week. A hundred defense, a hundred defense missile for Taiwan to encounter China, my brother and sister. If China wants to stop the delivery of those missiles coming in on Thursday of this week, they need to begin the word on the seven, my brother and sister. All the delivery will be made, and it will be more difficult for them to invade Taiwan, my brother and sister. Hallelujah! Look at the news. Look at the sign. God told us blood, blood, blood. And pillars of smoke. Hallelujah. Word. Millions of people about to lose their life, or maybe billions, about to lose their life. How much blood do you want God to talk about? Do you want God to share and reveal to us? <coughs> they, they are about to kill plenty of people, plenty of, of, of bodies in the oceans, rivers and lakes, mountains and valleys and cities. Once they begin to launch those nuclear weapons, my brother says, how much blood do you think they're going to shed? Plenty of it. It's so much blood that it's about to be shed. The God is in the word of God. Blood and fire. Hallelujah. Sister saw the missile coming from the air over the United States, and she saw fire. This sister was sharing online this week. She saw a missile coming all over the U.S., and everywhere she looks, there was fire. Fire, fire, fire across this country. This brother was saying, I want to reach out to people. And this testimony, Sister, Sister Shreya sent me on, on Facebook. He wanted to reach out to people, my brother and sister. But he's all over the U.S., missile coming in from everywhere, nation, 30 nations launching missile this way. They were coming in, hallelujah, almost in every single corner of this nation. And all that he saw was fire, 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 my brother and sister. I don't know if I loaded the audio. Thank you, Lord, Sister Estrella sent me the testimony. All he can see was fire. Fire coming on this nation, Mesa. And the Lord let him know, you cannot save anyone. <clears throat> he, it was in him to save people, to lead people to Christ. But it was too late. Too late, he knew. It was too late to try to save anyone. Where can you hide people under this fire and missile coming down? Soon as after the church leaves, this is the way it's going to be. My brother insisted, the nations are ready. The submarines are ready. The carriers are ready. The planes are ready. Hallelujah. With nuclear weapons everywhere in the earth. These weapons, these weapons will be launched from Central America, South America, Cuba. My brothers and sisters, everywhere. They're coming flying. Hallelujah. And second and hitting this nation everywhere. My brother and sister, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, my God, have mercy. Hallelujah. Blood and fire. And pillars of smoke. Word and fire. In pillars of smoke, volcano, it's happening already. The signs are so clear, my brother and sister. The sun shall be turned into darkness. You know when the sun turns into darkness, it's the beginning of the great tribulation. 
Yes, we're going to have three days of darkness. And during the days, it's going to be dark for three days. That's what the Lord will glorify the church. That's what the beasts are releasing, removing all the wicked from the earth, removing all the evil from the earth. There will be a cleansing, my brother and sister, for three days and three nights. My brother and sister, like it was in Egypt. But this time will be much greater because much greater evils on the earth in the last days. The Lord has said through his prophet that much greater evil today is on the earth that there was in Egypt. That was back in those times. My brother and sister. So in those three days of darkness, there will be greater cleansing going on on the earth. Whoever makes it to the end of the three days of darkness is by the grace and mercy of God. It's the only way people are going to make it. And those that the Lord that will make it, those are the ones that God has sent. It's going to pour his spirit upon all flesh and send us out to evangelize them. Because they're getting a second chance. We serve a God of a second chance. My brother and sister, the, church, the sun will be turned into blood, great tribulation. The <clears throat> turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Before that great and hallelujah, terrible day of the Lord comes. Notice that it said the terrible and great day of the Lord. It doesn't say of the devil. Because a lot of people keep thinking, well, the devil's going to be released on the earth, and all the demon, Nephtali, no principality will be walking on the earth doing all kinds of evil. They will be allowed. But it's a great day of benching of the Lord, my brother insisted, for seven years after the church is gone. That's why the church is practically out of here. You do not want to waste time doing anything else, nothing else. My brother insisted, the Lord has said that some of people's garments are, stum- are, are dirty. Some still have dirty things in the garment. Repent, repent, repent like you never had before. Ask the Lord to cleanse you with his blood, body, soul, and spirit, to cleanse your garment, to cleanse you with his blood, his fire, holy blood and holy fire in Jesus' name. Lord, cleanse me, body, soul, and spirit. Cleanse my garment, my spiritual garment, Lord Jesus. All my bookkeeping in heaven, Lord, from the present, past, and future. Mighty Lord, mighty Jesus. Mighty Yeshua, ask him, ask him, ask him in prayer to cleanse you. And all your booking, keeping record in heaven, my brother and sister, where there's no, no record, no record that you've done anything. Cleanse them, ask the Lord to cleanse them, repent. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Be ready to be going home. Hallelujah. But whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I believe this applies for the great tribulation, but it will also apply during the day, my brother and sister, of the revival. As the Lord sends us out to evangelize people, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right there, from salvation is offered right there at that very moment. That very moment, salvation is offered. I believe some of these people are going home right away from there. Because if their, if their name is in the book of life, they're going home. Because right there, they're confessing the Lord. They're confessing the Lord unto salvation. They're receiving the Lord as the Lord and Savior. As every moment, I believe, hallelujah, the Bible says that many first will be last. These are people that have received the Lord many years ago, but they've been backsliding. A second, a last chance, those are first will be last. And those are last will be first, the Bible says. God's going to save them in the last moment. To be coming home with Jesus. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve. So if I come upon the name of the Lord. Shall be saved for a Mount Zion. And Jerusalem shall be. The deliverers as the Lord has said. Notice something. Notice something the prophet said. 
Where would the Lord be? But in the great tribulation, if you're going to do something, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved for in Mount Zion and Jerusalem, and in Jerusalem shall the deliverer, as the Lord has said, shall be the deliverer, as the Lord has said. The Lord is going to be in Israel saving people, his people. My brother and sister, hallelujah. And in the the remnant whom the Lord shall call, there will be a remnant that the Lord is going to call. My brother and sister, all Israel shall be saved. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, which is Romans eleven twenty six, And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, the deliverer shall come out of Zion and to turn away the ungodliness from Jacob. Look what the Lord will be. He's coming out of Zion. Zion is in heaven, that great holy city of God, Zion. He's coming out of Zion. He's coming to Jerusalem, my brother and sister. To turn away the ungodliness of Jacob. My brother and sister, what an awesome thing is going to happen. Thank you, Lord. Romans 11 talks about the salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, of the, of the, of the Jewish people during the great tribulation. Hallelujah. And praise you, God. So all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, the leaders shall come out of Zion, shall turn away the ungodliness from Jacob. And this is my covenant to them, take away their sin. Notice that he presents himself to them as a savior. They believe in him, they'll call upon his name, they shall be saved during the great tribulation. Excuse me. As concerning the gospel, Paul says, they are enemy for your sake. But as touching the election they are beloved for the Father's sake. For the gift and the calling of God are without repentance. See what I'm saying? God gave them the, God gives the gift of salvation. Until whoever he wants, or love, we will say. My brother insisted. For yes, 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 in time past, and now believe in God. Yet now obtain mercy through their unbelief, Paul says. Even so, now how... They now believe by the mercy shown unto you, that says you also may obtain mercy. For God had not, had not shut up all unbelief, hallelujah, or had shut up all unbelief, that he may have mercy on all. My brother and sister, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For who had known the mind of the Lord, and who, had, who has or who was his counselor? Paul says, God has his plan of salvation for Israel. In another word. And no one is going to change his mind out of that. He's doing that out of love and mercy and, and covenant, promise he made to the to the, the forefather, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He made them promise he's going to fulfill in the last days. Going to save them. But the, the, the great opportunity and the great tribulation for everyone, I believe, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, Jesus said. 
Now, how is it, Brother Elvis, you may ask, that people will call in and they will be safe? Because remember, death will elude them, cannot kill anyone anymore. People will still be alive whether they're hungry, not eating in weeks and months and years, are not drinking in weeks and months or years. It doesn't matter. They're still alive. How can someone be so thirsty over years? How can someone be so hungry over a year or two or three or four or five? Brother Elvis, they will be alive still. That's the mercy of Father. And they, those people right there, caught in peace, in two pieces or three by those demons, and the floor crying, right there they can call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. That's a great opportunity for them because they will, they will be like they cannot die because not eating or drinking. They cannot die. They will look, they, they cannot kill them. They will look skinny. I see them walking, I see them walking bones. And the great tribulation, I've seen people walking bone and they're still alive. If you are, if you ask me to explain that to you, I'm sorry, but I cannot explain it to you. I've seen it, and I've seen thousands of them walking bones. I I've seen people like dress, a few hanging clothing on them, but the whole body was bones, and they're still tanky tanking. They know they're alive. But walking bones in the great tribulation. Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Can they call upon the name of the Lord and be saved? That's the promise of God. God is making the promise. Thank you, Lord. The Lord said yes. That is the promise of God. That's why we cannot judge. We cannot judge. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Starvation. Zombies. I went to, I came, the Lord took me so many times in the Great Tribulation and showed me all these things. And I came back. I could not explain why I did in this situation. And people had asked me through email, Brother Obi, why are there so many zombies? Because people had dreams also from the Lord. The Lord shows them. Even for a few seconds, a few minutes, they see these many walking zombies in the Great Tribulation. And because I talk about it on the Lord's house for years now, people say, Brother Obi, why are there so many zombies in the Great Tribulation? Why don't we see so many? I can't tell you why. I don't know what, they, what they're drinking or not drinking, what they're eating and not eating. It might be the lack of food because people will go years without food. Remember, these nuclear weapons they're going to launch, beginning with the Great Tribulation, they're going to contaminate the waters. No drinkable water anywhere in no city. Okay? All lakes, all rivers, all oceans. Oceans are going to be contaminated. Seawater. You cannot catch a fish from the water and eat it. And not have a, a pain in your stomach like eating glass. You eating a fish from the ocean will be like eating glass. The pain in your stomach. It's like those little glass cutting everything in your stomach and you're bleeding through your mouth. Oh, it, it's painful. Well, that's exactly what will be when you drink water in the Great Tribulation. When you eat food. All food, all animals, wild animals are going to be contaminated. My brother and sister. Now, here's the thing for the prepper, Great Tribulation preppers. Because you have a lot in the United States and around the world. They're called preppers, Great Tribulation preppers. They're staying behind. They're going to protect themselves from nuclear radiation, nuclear weapons. They have built many places where they can hide themselves. Thousand, a thousand foot, 200 feet under the earth. Bottom of the mountain right now, 
They got a secure place that I hear people talking. They pay five million. They pay twenty five million for the shelter down there that where they can go and they have made it for us. This, I was watching a company online on YouTube who made this shelter very two hundred two hundred and fifty feet below the earth, very secure metal uh, casing. You know, very comfortable inside. You you have enough power for months and years, enough food for months and years, enough water for months and years. These people think they're going to be perfect, right? Well, they come on the Great Tribulation, and they are sweet meat for the werewolf and beast. They taste sweet to them when they take a bite of them. Not for them, because they got to come out. They don't have enough food for seven years. They may have food for three or four years, and they come out that sweet meat for them. They, the sweet meat because it's, it's uncontaminated meat that their bodies are because they are taking care of themselves very well. And the werewolves and beasts will be very happy with them, very, very happy that they have kept themselves so, so clean and so pure. My brother and sister, yes, they are making bunkers in so many places, even in the bottom of the oceans are making places. They're making places about us a mountain, different places. They're going to be sweet meat for the beast when they come out of here. My brother insisted. Okay? Because humanity has a price to pay for sin. The price of sin is death. But look at now, look at the mercy of God. He's not going to allow that to kill anyone during the seven great year tribulation. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Have anybody thank God for it? Have anybody say, God, thank you for not allowing anyone to die during the great tribulations, for, about, for allowing billions of people to go in there for seven years and not be, not be able to die. No matter what these Nespalians, Satan and all them do to them, death and Haiti do to them, it doesn't matter because they're not able to die. They're able to call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Oh, Father. Hallelujah. Who knows the mind of God, Paul says. Hallelujah. Who knows it? Who can understand his mercy? My brother and sisters. Hallelujah. Who have given unto him first that he should be recompensed? For of him, through him, hallelujah, for him, all things, to him be glory forever. Amen. Amen and amen to God. Be the glory. Our Father, be the glory. Hallelujah. My brother and sisters. Look at his mercy and grace for humanity. They have forsaken his son. They have gone into sin. They have lived a sinful life. And look what God does. Okay, I'll allow them to go into the great tribulation the way they are. The way they are. They won't be allowed to be killed. They can repent and turn to my son. Repent and come to me through my son. What a merciful God we serve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So when you think about the great tribulation, you think about evil coming down to the earth. But you don't think about the goodness of God through humanity. Now neither the devil nor death, nor things to come, anything can separate people from the love of God if they repent and call upon the name of Jesus. Who can separate us from the love of God? If someone confesses sin before God during the great tribulation and truly repent from their heart and God forgives them, they're going to be saved. They're going to be saved. They may still have to wait until the seven year ends, but he's going to save them and bring them home to heaven. My brother and my sister, God is so awesome. 
He is so good. His love endures forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We just got to see his love. We just got to see his mercy. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Matthew 19, 16. Behold, no one come and say unto him, Good master, what good thing should I do that I may have eternal life? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He asked God, the Lord, what must he do to receive eternal life? And he said unto him, why callest thou me good? There's none good but one, even God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandment. He said unto him, which, and, his, and Jesus said, <clears throat> hallelujah. And Jesus said this, thou should not kill, thou should not commit adultery, that should not steal. That should not bear false witnesses. These three things in the last days are constantly being broken. My brothers, three commandments told this, this, this uh, rabbi. My brothers, the young rabbi, Revi. Because rabbi is only Jesus. Three things. Thou should not kill. People are killing all the time on the earth. That should not commit adultery. People are committing adultery all the time on this earth. That should not steal. The four, actually. People are stealing on this earth all the time. Robbery are going on all the time. That should not be a full witness. People are bearing full witness all the time. People are constantly accusing other people falsely all the time. These four commandments out of the Ten Commandments, which the Jewish people said 613 commandments, the church's Ten Commandments, the Jewish people's 613, my brother and sister. Four, the Lord says, so you have to look at it because some people say these four are the most important, some people say. Are they the most important? Because the, the one that is really important that people break a lot is thou shalt not worship other God, God says. And that's, that's not included in here, Okay. So when people said this was the more important, no, because this young man knew the word of God, the commandment. So he knew those other ones, but Jesus pointed to these on his life. Because the question is, which commandment are we breaking? And he was breaking these four. Because Jesus did not ask him for ten commandments or 613 commandments. Thou shalt not. 600 thou shall not, or 10, or 10 thou shall not. He gives them 4 thou shall not. 4 thou shall not do. Okay? That means that he was breaking these 4. You know, it, when you have a dream from God, where God is rebuking you on one of these commandments, of the 600 thou shall not, or 10 thou shall not, my brother and sister, Pay attention to that dream because God is pointing to you. I had a dream this morning. And in this dream, I was shot in the chest. Let me tell you, when I was taken here to the United States the other night, during when China invaded the United States, okay, I was allowed to see China's vessel coming to the United States harvest, and they put a bullet between my eyes. How do you know they were Chinese? Believe me. I could see their tanks. 
I can see the armies. I can see the ships. Okay, the carriers. So I fully aware that these were Chinese invading the United States in the days to come. And one of them from the ship pointed his um, sniper guns straight to where I was. I must have been 50 miles. I could, could be less. I'm sorry. But about, let's say, 50 miles away. And this sniper had his rifle pointing between my eyes where I was standing. I noticed the sniper at China was blowing people's head from the, from the ship in the United States. Wherever people were moving, this ship was full of sniper. And they were pointing their rifle to people walking here in the United States, men, specifically men, not so much women. And they were putting a bullet between their, their eyes. My brother and sister, even though I saw people running, trying to hide, I saw the bullet even going through, through bricks, steel, wood, and still hitting the person in the head. It was like a program bullet, like one of these um, computerized missiles that when they send it to a ship or plane, they can control it straight to the plane. These bullets, although they were small, one inch long, I would say, they were, com- they were completely under their control. The bullet was completely under their control. When the sniper sent the bullet, it didn't matter if you turned to the re- left or right, you were running, you turned to the left, you are, tw- you are trying not to be hit by the bullet. The bullet was coming, chasing you, chasing your movement. Com- it was like a 99.9 calculation of this bullet computerized to hit you on the head. Bible assistant. I saw people being hit by this bullet, dropping on the floor. And, oh, man, I tried to go under a, a bridge, I remember, avoiding the bullet. Because I was thinking the bricks are made of thick steel and a lot of concrete. So I'm thinking, you know what? These bullets, maybe here, will not go through the steel or the concrete. They're very thick. So I'm thinking that I had a greater chance, right? But rival and everything got some kind of peaceful. I could not hear anyone. Most of everyone, they had killed where I was in the state. So then I'm thinking, well, okay, I'm going to come out. And, and, and But the sniper was still looking for me. You know how the, 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 the rifle has that uh, telescope where they can chase you? So they were still looking for me. And when I came out, they, they saw my head, they sent the bullet. And while I was standing, the bullet was coming straight to me. I didn't have a chance to move quickly out of the way. The bullet hit me right between my eyes. And at that very moment, I realized that the bullet hit me. Uh, but the bullet did not penetrate in my skin. I was like in my glorified body at this moment. And I hope that when the revival is going on, by the end, this is not what the Lord is trying to tell me. When the revival went, China will invade the U.S. I hope that's not right, but it looks like it is. So I was in my glorified body. Well, since I've been coming here to the Great Tribulation, my glorified body, to encourage people and help out people who are staying behind. Okay. So the bullet hit me between my eyes. The bullet did not even put a scratch on my skin, on my new body, my glorified body. It bo- I stopped when the bullet bounced off my head. 
clothes and fell to the floor. And I look at the bullet falling on the floor, bouncing from my hand, better than Superman. And I'm like, wow, in my glorified body. Nothing more awesome than this. My brother and sister, this morning, we were in another country, basically, believe it was, better than Superman. And I was there with my family. And for some reason, I had made a transaction in that country. And I had like $120,000 cash with me that the Lord provided. And it was like the system Biden had set up. The, the new government, U.S. government, has set up already. They, they have set up the new uh, um, currency that was already going in effect worldwide. I don't know why if I was in another country, United States set up the system, the Antichrist system, the U.N. system, and immediately in every single country it went in effect right away. Right away. Like every computer, like I cannot go to the ATM with my credit card and take out cash. So I decided to make a transaction. I don't know what I sold to these people, I would say, to have cash that I knew I, I had it in a, in a bag. And I told my wife and children, Let, let's get out of here because I see people looking now. They might want to rob us or something. And we were running. I believe it was like in the island of Puerto Rico. We were hiding. And in this house, this gallery that we were hiding, I was telling my children, keep your head down because I saw them coming with a gun shooting up, shooting the way, the way we were to try to steal the money from us. And they shot my wife, they shot my, my sons and my daughter, and they also shot me where I was sitting in my chest. But I saw the Lord embracing them right there, the golden light of God of love, embrace each and one of them, vomiting, took them in. Like, huh. But I saw the bullet that had hit my chest. I looked at my chest. The bullet had hit me. So I said to the person that was coming to the home, I said, sorry, we were hiding here. But there's like about $120,000 cash. Said, Take that money. Go ahead and enjoy it. Keep, go hide it. Go hide it. So you can have money, I said to this woman. She looked familiar to me. I don't know who he was that we was helping, I guess. But then she's like, let me call 911. Let me call someone to help you, the, the, the ambulance, so they can come for you and help you. Cause I, and I said, go ahead, go ahead. But I was concerned more for myself. But I noticed, I'm like, why am I not dying? <laughs> I was thinking, you know, my children, my wife is gone. They died. They went to being with the Lord. Why am I not going to being with the Lord, I was saying. The bullet did do no harm to me. I noticed, well, the bullet hit my chest. And I'm like, again, I'm concerned myself for being killed, but the Lord is showing me again, they cannot kill you with bullet anymore. Because if you're in your glorified body, there's no weapon formed against you that can prosper. They cannot harm us anymore, my brother and sister. There's no way possible they can harm us in a glorified body. And that's what the Lord has given us, a glorified body. He showed this to me this morning. We are about to get a glorified body. The signs 
are so clear. Pillars of smoke. Blood. Plenty of blood is about to be shed. And international water. In every country almost. My brother and sister. And this nation. The Lord is going to change us. At the last trumpet. In the blink of an eye. My brother and sister. Opening of an eye. He's about to change us. Into a glorious body. That don't need to eat. Don't need to sleep. Don't need to drink. Don't, won't be heard by any weapon, any knife, any bullet, any explosive, any nuclear bomb, any hydrogen bomb. Nothing will be able to harm you and I in the days to come. Bye, brother and sister. What is our worry? But simple worry of the flesh. What is our concern? But a simple feeling of the flesh. God told us not to be worried. Hallelujah. Not to be concerned. My brother and sister. We worry. Hallelujah. Too much. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 25, Therefore I say unto you, be not careful for your life. I see people running to the hospital all the time. They are so careful for their life. They care so much for their health. Oh, I got to do this, as the doctor said. How many did the devil trick when the body was released and they taking care of themselves running for by seeing? They had not opened their eyes in hell and want to find out how can they get out of there. A lot of them had a really good bank account before they left. Millions of dollars. They got tricked for the care of this life. Therefore, I say unto you, hallelujah. The saying of the Lord is so important. When people read the Bible so quickly, oh, I got to finish this. I got to read this chapter. Wait, wait, give me a second. Let me read it. No, take your time. Because this is life and death. Barbara insisted, life and death. Therefore I say unto you, be not careful for your life, why you should eat or why you should drink. This is what people work for every day. Oh, I got to go to work. I got to get to work. Hurry up. They get into car accident. They run people over. They end up in jail. Their life is about getting to work every day. And they're so worried. They, they're, be, they're eating themselves inside, worrying about work and money. Therefore, I say unto you, be not careful for your life, what you should eat or what you should drink. No, yet for your body. Hallelujah. People pay whatever money they can or don't have. They even put it on credit card for medicine for their body. My brother and sister. Speaking with a sister today, because this happened to me, what she was saying, we were both in agreement. You know, usually we, we get sick during these months, really sick by cold, things like that. But we were praying, and the Lord's been healing us. Like I got a cold this past month, really bad cold. And pray and pray and pray, by the next day it was gone. I thought it was going to last me seven days. I have cold that had lasted me even two weeks or more which is not supposed to. 
by praying the Lord has taken that away. Now the Lord has allowed us to exercise our faith and pray for a healing and heal us almost instantly. She says she was getting a really bad old, but she prayed, 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 and the next day it was gone. I said, you see, sister, the things that we, we worry for that we don't want to go through, and God take care of us so when we believe him, because it's by faith. He has given us enough faith to believe. And unless you exercise your faith, you won't see the miracle of God in your life. This is why you cannot be depending on someone to pray for you. You have to depend on the Lord for your healing. So you, it's okay to ask for prayer. Yes, it's okay. But we need to depend on the Lord for our healing, to be a provider, to supply our need according to the riches and glory. Pray for him to supply to us. Increase our faith. Know for your body what you should put on that clothing. People always worry about what clothing they're going to put on. Always going to the store buying stuff. So concerned what they will wear. I got to wear this. I got to match this with that. Always having the latest sneaker, the latest this, the later that. That will never make you happy. Only God can make us happy. Only Jesus can make us happy. What you should put on. Is not the life more worth than the meat, the body than the raiment, the clothing? Behold the four of the year, the birds. They sow not, neither reap, nor carry into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feed them. Aren't you, aren't you not much better than they? Aren't you better than they? Which of you, by taking care, is able to add a cubit to your statue? And that is so true. My brother and sister, God will take care of us in every way. When we pray, when we believe and pray, and, and pray and believe. Either way, we need to exercise our faith. Ask by faith. Pray to believe. Believe to pray. And see God working in your life. In a mighty way, being your provider, opening the door for you. Hallelujah. Keeping that door open. Because the devil, sometimes God opening the door, the devil wants to close it. It's not that he can, it's that you allow him. Because God has given you the authority to rebuke the devil. I remember my friend Raphael. He was struggling with faith one time. All of a sudden, he's in a room or in a, in a big table. He's in the middle of the table sitting. The devil is on his left. Jesus was on his right. And the devil was there threatening him. Threatening him. And he's telling Jesus what the devil is trying to do to him. And the Lord says, I have given my people the power to rebuke the devil in my name. Why didn't you rebuke him? And he's like, Lord, but look, the devil, the devil, the devil, Lord, the devil. The Lord has given him another revelation. One time the Lord came to him, and Raphael raised his hand and was rebuking the devil. And Jesus said, why are you rebuking me? He was closing his eyes, looking down, instead of looking to the Lord. 
Ravel insisted. That was another awesome experience he had. Jesus was right there standing in front of him. He was rebuking the Lord in the tribulation. I rebuke you, devil. And the Lord said, why are you rebuking me, my son? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Beautiful experience. When he sure shared this with me, I was, I will marvel. It's just so incredible. But the Lord says, why are you rebuking the devil? He will go in my name. I have given my church the authority. In my name, you will, you, you will cast out devil. Then I say in my word, rebuke my son. But Lord, rebuke my son. The Lord wanted him to exercise his faith. And again, Lord, but look, rebuke my son. And he, devil, you go, rebuke my son. In the name of Jesus. He took up the The devil immediately left. Man, he was like, whoa. Everything inside of him, he needed to exercise. Faith comes out of love for God. Faith comes out of that exercise love you love in God. The spirit that is in you is the spirit of faith. It comes out in you when you exercise it. It becomes one with you. I should become one with Jesus. That's what faith is. Faith is the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit is Jesus in you. Jesus is the Father in you. You have all three in one in you. You have all the power you ever need to rebuke the devil and to overcome the world. Because he overcame the world. I thank you, Jesus. There's no weapon formed against you that will prosper. There's nothing hidden, nothing high, nothing low, nothing that can separate you from the love of God. My brother, that's what Jesus was showing me in that vision the day before yesterday morning. How his power is holding us and sustaining us and keeping us through our struggle and our difficult times. He says, as long as we come, we continue to come to him. He will be there helping us. My brother insisted. God doesn't turn away from us. We turn away from him. That is different. It is man that walks away from God. God doesn't walk away from them that call upon his name. Those that will call upon his name shall be saved, he says. That is a mighty promise to you and I. Thank you, Jesus. Call upon his name. He'll save you. He is the savior of the world. He is the savior, the beloved of our soul. My brother and sister, call upon him. Let him help you. Let him, let him raise you. Let him restore you unto himself. In these last days, his power is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. His anointing, his love is agape, almighty love for you and I. Hold on to him. Call on to him. Thank you, Lord. I'm excited this past week. I've been so excited. My ministry is over. My time on this earth is over, he says to me. When Father in the Lord says, it's over for you, my son. A few weeks ago, Jesus said, it's over for you, my son. Father said, it's over for you. And the witness of true matter is settled. Settled. It's settled. It's over for me. Then he says to me last week, my, your ministry is over. I remember the Lord saying, there will come the time when you will not be able to come on the program anymore. It's approaching the day. It, the day is approaching. 
but I won't be able to come. Revival is my last part of my ministry. The Lord said he's going to change me and send me out. My brother and sister, what a group of other brothers and sisters. The last of my ministry is over. That's it. I don't have much more to do. He said my ministry is over. My brother and sister, it's over. I don't know where people are, are so focused on so many other things. It's over. The signs of the end. I'm looking for the sign, the three signs he, he talked to me about. He showed me three signs. Earthquake in California, eastern tsunami, the water in Israel. I heard that Benjamin Netanyahu was getting ready. We know that Israel leaders are getting ready for the war against Iran. Of course, they, they got to study the situation very well. As they've done in the past, Iran has made new weapons, destructive weapons, stealth technology on the drums that will confuse the satellites. And now that they have, that are implementing the stealth technology, they're going to put it on another plane. They just released a second, a second upper level of planes which I'm sure has uh, knowledge, intelligence from China and Russia and those new planes. They just bought another set of planes from Russia also. My brother and sister, they are getting ready for the big battle that they know is imminent any day, any now. So the word in Israel, a lot of belief, like it's like it's almost 100% believe that before December, a 22 is over, Israel is in a full-on war with Iran. Full, full run, my brother and sister. All-on war with Iran. Everything about the chick, the, 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 